Hello. Oh, oh hi. And happy Thanksgiving. Ah. Oh. To to the people who celebrate Turkey Day. Love it. What are we thankful for? Our listeners. Our listeners. That I am. Absolutely. Ghosts. Friends. homes. Family. Snacks. Scary movies. Dogs and cats. Ah, oh, you're right. You're All right animals. You're right Malcolm that. Gladwell. <gasps> Who's Who that? else? He's a, a journalist slash writer slash mathematician slash he has Is great this, hair. Oh. But we love him. Okay, okay. I'm thankful for Harry Styles because I get to see him again. That she is. Not until August, but you know what? I spent $500 on Harry Styles tickets this week, so oh by golly. Oh my God. I'm wow. excited. Girl. Wow. <laughs> love that is love, dedication. Okay? Dedication. I'm close enough to smooch him, okay? She's in love with the boy. Yeah, yeah. From the band. You know what else I'm thankful for? Reels. Reels? Reels TV. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot about the Titanic <gasps> over the weekend. Did you know that it wasn't, it like, if it had just been punctured by the iceberg, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have sunk. Yeah. It True. the fire in the coal realm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Freaking double whammy. It was a double whammy. It was the perfect storm. The perfect <laughs> storm. Yeah. Frig. And then those bastards, they shot off um, uh, those fireworks in white when it should have been red, red. or green. SOS. Distress signals. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh, that means stay back. All Did they, design. maybe those were the only fireworks they had. True. Why, though? I don't know. I wasn't there. You're right. Me don't neither. ask me. me ask neither. the historians. So ask reels. You're right. I'll call them. Okay. Get them what? on the phone right now. When you said, I'm thankful for reals. Happy Thanksgiving. Go ahead. Oh, for reals. For reals. I'm thankful for reals. Thankful for reals. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, she is. I am thankful for reals. (laughs) That is for reals. Yes. And we're the golden ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. How do you sound like a turkey? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> gobble gobble Bing, no. yeah wow you guys wow. who knew it would be so soon another ghoul talk for y'all Woo. yes we have so many stories lined like people up have it c- coming in we're gonna be having to do them more often mm-hmm. so i hope you guys are excited because we've got stacks on stacks that doesn't mean to stop sending those emails though because we love them please don't send them to the golden ghouls podcast at gmail.com these mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. are the best this is firsthand information firsthand and with that said i'm gonna i'm gonna kick it off i want you to okay this comes from philip hi yeah. phil philip Up. says hello ladies one of your biggest gay fans here oh, hell yeah. <laughs> we love yes. it also i don't know if you guys have noticed but a big portion of our listenership mm-hmm. is gay. And that is freaking fantastic. And it's like, I Thank love you. it. Because that's, yeah, that's, I mean, I can't even say. It's love. It is. You know? It's like, this is our people. Yes. And we are one. I feel honored. Yes, Honestly, absolutely. Could there, could there be anything more honorable? No. 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 I feel accepted. Because 
I'll remember this for the rest of my life. I feel mm-hmm. like they've got higher standards than they that, do. The other that's people. Just, that's right. So truly, just saying. Queens of all queens. Yes. Philip goes on to say, "I have a story that I think you ghouls would love, Ooh. and we will." <laughs> my family lived in the country, miles away from our hometown, for my whole childhood. Let me set the scene here. Have you ever been to Morrisonville, Illinois? No. I'm surprised you haven't. Uh. It's a huge tourist attraction. <laughs> well, anyway, it's actually a small town of 1,100 people in the middle of bumfuck Illinois. Uh. Woot woot. So never, I don't think I've ever been to Illinois. Hmm. I've been through it. Chicago? Been through it. Never. No. Huh. So Stephen King's iconic Children of the Corn is literally my autobiography. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like bum fuck middle of nowhere literally Illinois. his autobiography <laughs> my family decided to move closer to town and ended up buying the first house ever built in morrisonville built about 130 years ago i have included a picture below which i will show you guys and philip let us know if we can share it this house does have a vibe to it for Ooh. sure okay. So when we first moved, the house seemed fine. Maybe a little spooky, but nothing out of the ordinary. I am a huge history buff, so I decided to do a little research on the house. It was built by some stupid piece of shit who owned slaves who were kept in the basement. Thank God he's a dusty dead bitch now. <laughs> Amen. Dusty Amen. dead Amen. bitch. When we moved into the house, we had all our own rooms with my sister in the room next to mine. Every single damn night, my sister would come to my room screaming because a man was in her closet staring at her. Mm -mm. The first time, yes, I went and looked. But after that, I just (laughs) made her a little bed on my floor and she slept there. Eventually, we decided that my sister and I would just switch rooms. What a good brother. Shut up. That is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. I would hope if I had a brother, they'd do that for me. (sighs) Mm -hmm. My sisters would not. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. I'd have to, yeah. But then again, they are younger than me, so. Dude, I I had to bite my brother one time to get him off a swing I wanted, so <laughs> he would never And we expect rooms. nothing less. Mm-hmm. Nope. So one day, I'm home alone with my dog, but no other humans. All of a sudden, my dog goes absolutely apeshit and runs upstairs to my room. I went upstairs to check, and he is sitting in the doorway of my room, growling towards the closet. As soon as I'm getting ready to yell at him, he lets out a cry and runs downstairs away from my room. This is when all hell broke loose. For the next several months, I was having horrible nightmares, like nightmares that would make John Wayne Gacy cringe. It got to the point my parents, who slept two stories below mine, would hear me screaming and come to wake me up. At this point, my siblings were too scared to even come into my room at night. Finally, to make matters worse, I started sleepwalking. One night, I woke up staring outside my window. No, thank you. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> a week later, I had walked downstairs, and the last straw was my parents found me screaming, sleepwalking, standing in the basement. What? <laughs> oh After my that God. incident, my parents decided to just use the room for storage. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I moved to college and haven't lived in the house since. It still scares the hell out of me, though, and I hate going up into that room. Okay. I'm showing the ghouls the house. No. And honestly, I don't know what it is, but, like, something about the way this room is shaped <laughs> or, like, the roof yeah. and the windows, something is just... 
something's off about that. I feel a presence. <laughs> and it's like an adorable old house, but something is spooky. Let me see Something's again. off. I, I love Let me green see. grass is. Put this it is through, the, uh, through really the Skype. The grass is gorgeous. Ooh. It looks <laughs> like it's uh, from my town, actually. Which makes sense. It's like a small-ass farm town. <laughs> but I don't know, Philip. Spooky nightmares. Th- I, shit popped I wonder off. if your sister, Philip, remembers, you know, what she mm. felt and experienced when she would run away. Yeah. You know? And then you guys can, like, double up stories and all of a sudden, here it comes... You True. Fa- you know, you found the source. I wonder if you could find a picture of the man who built the house mm. and... If you recognize him. Yeah. Let us know. That's the man in my dreams. Let us know. All right. I got one, guys. Share it up. This is from Mary. <laughs> Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. She says, Hi, ghouls. You recently shared my sister Ansley's story on a ghoul talk about my grandparents' mansion, the Rockcliffe Mansion. I spent every summer of my childhood at this enchanted, magical, haunted home. Hmm. And let me tell you, the stories that came out of that home are straight out of a horror film. (gasps) The house even had secret passageways that Mr. Crookshank would have people go through to spy on his wife at night to make sure she didn't have affairs. Spooky ass house. What an ass. (laughs) What a freaking dick. Dick. Truly. The privacy in this bitch. Wow. Mm -hmm. I probably started staying in that mansion when I was 10 or 11 years old, and I would even bring my friends to have summers down there. None of them lasted more than a week because they could not handle seeing the shadow man or hearing Mr. Crookshank's footsteps, door (laughs) slamming, music, voices, and laughter around the ballroom, and not to mention my grandma and grandpa had mannequins all around the house (laughs) wearing the original clothing of Mrs. Crookshank and her daughters. What the hell? Mannequins are a big fuck no. That might be one of the scariest things I've heard since we started recording. Like, the golden ghouls. That is not okay, Grandma, Grandpa. Like, that's not okay. You gotta keep the historical garb around, though. But if we're living in it, mm. uh-uh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Ansley was correct that at 2 a.m. every morning, ghostly Mr. Crookshank would come in the servant's entrance, slam the door, and then he would proceed to his bedroom. Rude. Grandma would have to <laughs> remake the bed because there would be an indentation of where a man had slept all night. Jesus. No. Uh, no. We got to be sure there's not somebody like coming in this house. You mm-hmm. know, it's a mansion. Somebody from the outside is like, hey. Sleeping. Yeah. It's cold out, you know. Maybe, but it's probably Mr. Kirkshank. Mm hmm. <laughs> Sometimes he even liked to take his mirror and flip it the wrong way or open the window. I would remember my grandma getting so angry at him. You would hear her in the morning yelling, Mr. Crookshank, if you can't make your own bed and clean up your own room, I just don't know if I want to do it anymore. Oh, (laughs) grandma. Sass. Tell him what's up. 
My grandma was the most amazing woman in the world, and she did not and she did encounter his spirit quite a few times. She once kept speaking to a man that was walking upstairs because she thought he had gotten lost from a tour until he turned, looked at her, and then walked right through a wall. Nope. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I myself used to sleep in one of the guest bedrooms at night when my friends and I were laying in the when my friends and I were laying in there, we would see the shadow of a man walking across the wall which caused most of my friends to call their parents and tell them they needed to drive the four hours to pick them up. Yeah, because like, uh -uh. Mm uh-uh. Yeah. There was also a clock that my grandmother had in the hallway and off of the upstairs main staircase. The clock stopped keeping time when a woman in in Hannibal had her lover take an axe and kill her husband one night. Mm-mm. They say that the minute he died, the clock refused to work again. What the frick? <laughs> My grandma said the wife even propped pillows up at the end of the bed so that the blood wouldn't splatter on the children since the family all slept in one large room. That's thoughtful. Oh. So fucking twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how grandma acquired the clock, but the story is amazing. I know some would say, why in the world would your grandma tell you stories like that as a kid? Well, I can't say, I can, well, I can, well, I can, we say we aren't the tip, your typical family. My grandmother was a very religious Catholic woman with a deep belief and she always respected the dead and knew that Ansley and I loved a great murder story. Same. I'll never forget my days in the mansion. They were probably some of the happiest moments of my life, and there's not a day that goes by that I don't miss my grandma more than anyone on this earth. She gave Ansley and I a childhood that people dream of. Haunted or not, I would have never asked for those summers to be any different. I'm sure there are one million horror stories that we can tell you from staying in this house, and I don't want to bore you with them all, but if you have ev- ever have any questions or feel like revisiting this story, I'm sure Ansley and I would both love to re- retell you more details. I wish my grandma were here to tell you her firsthand experiences, because I hear ca- experiences caused to hear her speak was oh because to hear her speak was truly an experience anyway started listening to your podcast extremely enjoy it keep up the wonderful work and thank you for passing on our story she also has a couple photos they're beautiful so we can share those mary if it's okay with you and ainsley we'd love to share those photos on the instagram because this place is like magical and beautiful right and i cannot believe you had the courage to stay there it's right. truly Spooktown, truly USA. Woop, woop. I have a story from Patsy. And Patsy Hello. writes. Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Patsy. Patsy writes, Hi, ladies. I'm sending my visitation dream after listening to your recent podcast. This happened a few years ago and is a true story. I had a big old Maine Coon cat named Gus for almost 19 years. He loved to eat and sleep. Same. He never <laughs> spent a d- <laughs> he never spent a day at the vet, but one day I came home and he had passed in the kitchen by his food bowl, one of his favorite spots in the world. Oh, Gus. Peace, <laughs> Gus. 
His other favorite spot was on the futon at my feet. Anyway, one night later on, I had a dream that I was sitting in the living room with other family members, and there he was. Gus was back! I was so happy, and so was Gus. I felt his happiness, and I thought I saw him smiling. (laughs) I said to my family members, Do you see him? Gus is back! And they all replied that, No, they didn't see him, and I was crazy. But I didn't care what they said, and I didn't care that they couldn't see him. I was just too happy. I can remember that both Gus and I were just so happy he was back, and we started playing with his cat toys. The feeling of happiness seemed to be the major message of the dream. Well, I woke up, and to me the dream was just so real. It was, in itself, enough to make me believe that Gus had come back to let me know that he was good and to not be sad. But the next morning, I went to work and, of course, checked Facebook, as one does. The very first thing that popped up in my feed was a memory post, the posts Facebook provide, and it was a picture of Gus that I had posted a year prior with the caption, Gus says hi. My dream was confirmed. I was floored and amazed. Anyway, keep up the podcasts. They're great. Thanks, Patsy. Oh, my heart! That's amazing. Gus says hi. I love it. The synchronicity of that. Hi. I love it. (sighs) You know. Thank you, Patsy, for sharing. Come visit me. Right? Y'all. Yeah. Gus, what a good baby. What a good stinker. We love you, Gus, and we don't even know you. Oh my god, I'm getting guys, I'm getting teary eyed. (laughs) I know. He's still out there. I got another visitation dream, and this one's from Caitlin. Oh, my God. So many visitation dreams, y'all. Love it. I love it. Caitlin says, hey, ghouls, I just listened to the episode about visitation dreams, and in the beginning, where you guys described the typical signs of a visitation dream, I started to doubt that the two I've – I started to doubt the two that I've had. But after hearing other stories you guys found, I realized everyone has quite different experiences. That's true. Mm Mm-hmm. My grandma died in 2011 of colon cancer. We were very close, and her death, along with a multitude of other things, sent my 15-year-old self into a spiral that led to the the depression that I still have to this day. I was so damaged, I couldn't even let myself cry at her funeral, and I didn't visit her grave until much later. After uh, About nine months after she died, I had a dream that I was in her house and that she passed me in the hallway to get to her bedroom. I followed her as best I could, but in most of my dreams, when I turn a corner, I'm almost always somewhere else. After a few turns, I somehow ended up finding her on my dad, her son's front porch. She looked like she was in her 40s, although she died at about 67, and she was completely frantic. She told me she was scared and that she didn't know what was happening. As I tried to get closer to comfort her, she kept shrinking and getting younger. At some point, she was on the ground in the fetal position as a toddler, sobbing and confused. I woke up, but don't worry, it was a happy ending. I can't remember the distance between the first and second dream, but it was at least a year after the first. I was in an Airstream camper in the middle of a field of sunflowers when I heard a knock at the door. It was my grandma smiling up at me. She said hello and let herself in. She practically spun circles around me saying, look how beautiful and healthy I am now. 
She looked just like she did in my best memories of her. I didn't really think of it as much of a crossing at the time, and since that second dream, I have tried so hard to manifest her again, but it's never worked. I still feel her. I think of her when I sit at my vanity to do my makeup and whenever I smell lasagna. Thanks for making a beautiful space to share these stories. I feel so connected to you guys. Love ya, Caitlin. That is amazing. Very and sweet. honestly made me think of my grandma. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Grandmas are the best. Right. They really are. Um, and also how she said, like, the first was probably about, was, like, not soon after her passing, and then the second one was about a year later. They do say that, like, those visitation dreams normally happen, like, within the first year. So mm-hmm. I think it's totally plausible that they were... Real visitation dreams, Kate. Right. Well, that, yeah, it really, I mean, that sounded like it It was a real one. Yeah, from, also. like, acting frantic. And, yeah. You know. And, like, the second one, too, just, like, the beauty of being in, like, a field of sunflowers is, like, almost that surreal kind of thing that happens in visitation dreams. Where it's Very just, true. Like, unreal and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, I think they were real. You I have another it, visitation girl. story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love these. <laughs> we love it. So this is from Jackie. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Jackie writes, Howdy, gals. Just paused the visitation Howdy. episode to write this. I'm loving how they're like, all right. That episode. Right? <laughs> the people love it. Yeah. yeah. For real. Understandably. Okay. I am pretty in tune with my dreams and always have very vivid dreams. I talk about them so much that my boyfriend tends to get annoyed. Dick. (laughs) She wrote that, not me. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) imagine if I was like, that fucking asshole. (laughs) Anyway, my uncle slash godfather had lost his long battle to cancer. And maybe a few days after the service, I was dreaming that we were at his house and he was on a stepladder building this beautiful stained glass dome with angels and flowers in the room he had passed in. He was a carpenter along with my dad. I asked him, what are you doing? And he said, I am building my heaven. I woke up and I lost it. Girl, I would too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I definitely felt better and I still have dreams about him. I was going through an extremely rough point in life, and I was having dream after dream about him one night, not realizing that it was his birthday. My life turned around drastically after that. Yeah, I I mean, that's seems to be the theme of this episode. Like, people have these experiences, and it just completely changes your perspective on life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one more story from Jackie. We had recently lost my grandpa which we call him Grand Ka. Exaggerate the long Midwestern Wisconsin ah. I, ho- I hope I'm doing that correctly, Jackie. <laughs> In January to a snowmobile accident. I know, he was a badass. Dang, Grandpa, snowmobile wow. accident. What a way to go. For real. Have I ever told you all about my snowmobile accident? No. <laughs> no? Dude. <laughs> I was like a sophomore in high school and we were in Red River, New Mexico and we did like a a snowmobile tour and I had my middle sister on the back and she was probably like, okay, so she's almost seven years younger than me. So if I was 16, she was probably like nine 
or what? Six years younger than you? She's like almost seven years younger. She she was young. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what we hit, but we fucking flipped that thing <gasps> over and it landed no. on top of both of us. Oh, and no. my sister was so tiny. Like, oh I'm surprised because she's just like a tiny person. So yeah. she was yeah. like smaller than your average, however old she was. And then my family started calling me Crash Menace because, <laughs> yeah. Thank God y'all so, didn't get hurt. For the longest time, but yeah. Anyway, snowmobiles are scary, and yeah, your grandpa was a badass. For real. Love it. Okay, well, so it's cool, but it's also sad. <laughs> so yes. she writes, he was a badass. Anyway, it was tragic, awful, what have you. We had never experienced anything like that, so we were pretty fucked up. One night during the polar vortex, oof, I was in and out of sleep, and my dream was myself, as I am now, and my brother, but he was little. I was picking him up from school, and there was an assembly or something going on outside. This bald eagle comes flying in and starts to dance like my grandpa, and I shout, Oh my God, Anthony, it's Grandpa! <laughs> And after that, he f- <laughs> and after that, he flew up to us and then jetted up into the sky. He had some very specific dance moves, so I know it was him. <laughs> oh. My grandpa was the absolute model of the American dream. He loved America and eagles and constantly bragged that my sister lives in Texas. <laughs> Still don't know why, but that would definitely be his spirit animal. Thanks for reading. Good luck in Boston, Kylie. Jackie. Oh, thank you, Jackie. <laughs> wow. I knew Kylie would love that story because of the accent. The, yeah, right. I know. So you know, you know, you had you right. had to give it to the girl with Good old who loves an accent. an accent. Midwestern Wisconsin. Story, <laughs> yes. Kylie needs to do it. Oh, yeah. y'all, these visitation dreams though. This one sounds so gorgeous with the like building a beautiful stained glass dome right? with angels. Mm-hmm. Like, then he says he's building his those... heaven. Yes. My Lord. Yeah, that's amazing. That's another one of those like kind of surreal visitation dream experiences. Mm-hmm. Keep sending these because they're so heartwarming. Like despite the fact that there is sadness in them, it's also really beautiful that loved ones are still trying to Reach connect out. with us right. in in some way. Yeah, they go on. They do. Mm-hmm. They really do. Truly. Oh, Beautiful, you guys. Them. It's truly, truly beauty. Oh, wow. I feel like I had something else to tell you guys. Something. What something you're going to eat today? Came to me. For Thanksgiving. Oh, for Turkey Day? Yeah. Um, We have opted for not Thanksgiving this year. Mm. So the last few years we've done Thanksgiving at my house and... <laughs> It's just a lot, y'all. Like, you have to wake up early, start cooking, <laughs> and then if you're like me, you gotta you gotta really make the place nice for the people. Mm-hmm. Which you, gotta you have do. Cloth, cloth you really napkins. Do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta you gotta set it up right. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just a lot of stress on me. It's and I've like already not right now. I've had a lot of stress this year, so we're going put together to together a whole wedding. We're going to eat Chinese food with our friends. I love Good, that. smart. And watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And honestly, <laughs> I don't love Thanksgiving oh. food. Me either, girl. I'm a not a turkey queen. Uh-uh. Love like mashed it. potatoes. I like mashed potatoes. My mom <laughs> makes the um, yeah. 
<laughs> my mom makes the um, the stuffing vegetarian so I can eat mm. it. Oh yeah, it's really I good. do like mm. stuffing, but the thing is that my dad's family basically does all Thanksgiving food at Christmas again. Oh. So it's like you have it at Thanksgiving and then you have it again a month later. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not as exciting. I feel like a lot of people do do that. Yeah. We have tamales at Christmas. I We so. have tamales Christmas Eve. Mm. Christmas Eve is like a sm- like a smorgasbord of everything. Nice. Like last year we had tamales and we had like meatballs and like little sandwiches and just all sorts oh, of everything. I love that. It's fun. We tamales for we Christmas the holidays. is a tradition I had never heard of until I lived in Texas. It's definitely a Texas thing. Tejas. And then what else? Was it yep. like macaroni pie or something? What am I thinking of? I've never heard of that. What is or that? no, like Frito pie. <laughs> Frito. Frito. Oh, Frito pie. pie. Yeah. Hell yes. I had never Frito heard pie, of that yeah. or had that before text, go, going down to Texas. For anyone who doesn't know, it's Tell Fritos me. with chili, all the fixings. You got cheese, you got the sour cream, you got the chives. Chive. Yep. Yes, yes. Hell yes, that queen. That is so good. Frito I get pie. get baseball games all the time. Yes. <laughs> God. And a good vegetarian chili for my people. Yum. Yep. Yum. Yum. Royal Blue had some great vegetarian chili. Do they? Yeah. Ah. This is a local Austin store. Oh, yeah. God. Um, Frank, which we used to have downtown, Rip. They had really good vegetarian chili, and I cry often because I miss their chili cheese fries. They were so good. Oh, chili cheese fries. The first time I had chili cheese fries, I went to go see Monsters, Inc. in theaters. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) Mike Wazowski. Yeah, me and my dad. We sat at Easy's, got some chili cheese fries, and then went to see Monsters, Inc. My family used to own, like, a drag strip, like a racing track. Oh, shut up. And so there was a concession stand. So I grew up with, like, fucking chili cheese dogs, chili cheese fries, Frito pies, pizza, like, all of the junk foods, big-ass greasy burgers. Yeah, it was tight. (laughs) To say the very least. But, yeah, Frito pies were, like, the thing. The shit. Yeah. The people love the Frito pie at the... The concession stand. Wow. <laughs> it popped off. Oh my god! Funny story though, related to podcast. So one of my coworkers today, Bronwyn, mm-hmm. <laughs> came up to me and was like, "My friend has been listening to the podcast and asked me when we live together." And I had to tell them, "We never live together. You must be confused." <laughs> well, to you, our listener, I will say. I love Bronwyn I work with. My best friend's name is also Bronwyn. Right. Two Bronwyns. <laughs> what are the odds? It's confusing. And my best friend Bronwyn used to also work with us. Right. Yeah. So. There were two Bronwyns. There were two At one Bronwyns establishment. At my office. <laughs> very briefly. And two Kylie's. Oh, yes. And two Kylie's. There were a shit ton of Emily's. 64 Emily's. (laughs) (laughs) About five Alyssa's. A couple of Alyssa's. I was the only Alyssa for like three years, probably. Two or three years, which was crazy. Yeah. And then they hired like two Alyssa's in the same class and one was an Alyssa M. And I was like, get this bitch out of here. But now we love her. Yeah. So. yeah, we do. We're, we're, we're now she's a friend. Now. She is a friend. But, it gets confusing uh, in my phone, in my contact. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I always get confused when 
you, Emily, text me because uh-huh. I I have so many Emilys in uh, my yeah. phone. It's yeah. And I'm like, wait, which you Emily is this? Because sometimes I'm like shocked by what the Emily texted me. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You could never be shocked because it's by this what? Emily. Right. <laughs> you should just know if it's something shocking, it's probably Emily A. Yeah, you it's know? definitely exactly. Emily A. <laughs> she can't help herself. Uh, I'm thankful for you guys. That's oh, what I'm gonna say. Me too. Uh, I'm thankful. My Happy gals. Thanksgiving. My ghouls. We love you guys. We love yeah. you. Mwah. We like you. We'll Mwah. we'll we'll leave you with that. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. We do. And until next time, stay, stay spooky. spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Gobble gobble. <laughs>